Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. I'm older. I'll give him more. 
singer, moderator of service, offering taker. Oh my God, I got a job. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got a job, I tell you. Come, let's pray over the offering. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my God, she got a job. She got a job. Hallelujah. Is it a blessing to be in church on Tuesday? It's a blessing. Is it a blessing to be in church on Tuesday? It's a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. First Timothy chapter four, verse six. Tuesday teaching service. Had a great time with the prophet. It's too powerful. Tuesday teaching service. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of distance, that thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. A good minister of Jesus Christ. Nourish up in the words of faith and to good doctrine. Warrant thou hast attained. He said, if thou put the no, 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 no. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of distance, that thou shall be a good minister. Everybody say a good minister. Good minister. You see, Paul was talking to him, like, you see, there are so many ministers. But Paul was saying, if you're going to do this, then be good at it. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're going to do this, be good at it. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't just be a minister, but a good minister. Because you see, you can involve in, you can do a lot, but you're not good at it. And I think if whatever you do, desire to be good at it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul said that if you do this, if thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister. Of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the word of faith and of good doctrine, what thou hast attained. Hallelujah. Amen. A good minister. You know, a good minister. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Somebody who, what you have been given to do, you are doing it well. Hallelujah. Amen. And the, because there's, there's nothing more painful to give something to somebody who doesn't do it well. Hallelujah. And you as an individual must desire to be good at whatever you are doing. Amen. I pray that you be good at what you are doing. Amen. May you be good. Amen. I say may you be good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, briefly, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to be talking about the art of leadership. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. The art of leadership. Because you see, if you if you desire to be a Christian or a good Christian, then you are also taking you, are, you have taken on the role of leadership. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Christianity is actually a leadership thing. A good Christian is a leader because it means that you see you, you are not a good Christian if all your Christianity is about yourself. Only you and yourself. Then you are not a good Christian. Then you are really not a good Christian. Yes, sir. Jesus Christ said that. Jesus Christ said, follow me. No, no. He said, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. I will make you do something. I will make you. He didn't say, follow me and then just be receiving. Do you understand? So if all your Christianity is I receive, I receive, I receive. <laughs> no. All your Christianity, I receive, I receive, I receive. No. It comes a point you must give. You must give. You must lead. That's right. You must direct. He said, follow me. And I will make you fishes of men. In other words, I will, I will make you oversee something or do something. That's Christianity. So if after you've been a Christian for a while, you are still struggling with yourself, then you wonder whether you're a disciple. You must lead somebody. Hallelujah. You must lead somebody. Leadership is take somebody somewhere. Hallelujah. That's leadership. And a, a true Christian is a leader. Because that's the whole purpose of Christianity. Going out into the world. Teach all nations. Baptizing them. Baptizing them in the name of Father. Go. Do something. Say, go ye. Go. Do something. Hallelujah. Amen. So Christianity has not been... I mean, the Lord did not save us for ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why... The worst form of Christians are selfish ones. Me, myself, and I. And sometimes, you see, like Bishop was sharing, you see, that attitude whereby you don't do anything, you don't do anything, it's also a sign of wickedness. We call it laziness, sometimes it's wicked. Sometimes the, the, the father you don't care for anybody, that's not mean you are lazy, you are wicked. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. So, as Christians, we've been called into leadership position. Do you understand me? And Paul admonished 
Timothy to be a good minister. A good minister. Hallelujah. So if we are going to be Christians and we have been called to leadership position, then let's desire to be good leaders. Hallelujah. And leaders are not born. You learn. They are made. They are made. They are not born. People say, oh, it's a natural born leader. No, 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 no. Please. Mm -mm. They are made. Hallelujah. So, I'll be sharing from this book from time to time, okay? Because I believe that true Christianity is a leadership role. You must be able to lead somebody in your office. Lead a, a fellowship. Lead your family. Paul, God said, God said that I know Abraham. I know Abraham. He will command his household. As Abraham is a leader. I mean, to be honest with you. Um, one of the you see, when you even lack the ability to con co command your own household, you know, you may say, Oh, there are some my people in the house are some way, they are like this, like that. No, 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 it is still a reflection on you. You can give all the excuses, uh, you can give all the excuses, a person without honor by his own house, whatever you say. And I'm, I'm telling you, you, you can give all the excuses. Because I know one pastor was there, oh, my wife, my bishop, look, 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 look. Stop. If you cannot command your wife to follow you, who do you as who can, who can you command? <laughs> so you hear that, oh, you know, a prophet, a prophet, no, look, it's all true. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, if you cannot command your wife, your child to follow you, at least, who do you expect to, who, who, who do you expect to command? Yeah, he said, I know Abraham. He will command his household. And Jesus Christ, look, even if you talk about the family of Christ, almost all his family joined the ministry. They followed him. His father was old, so we brought them. His mother was there. His brothers were there. Yeah, he brought his family. His auntie was there. <laughs> Yes. Are you hearing me? So, that thing that, yes, we can say, oh, it's my people, a prophet of that one. Yeah, you can say it. But at the end of the day, it's still an indictment for you. It shows your leadership skills. Hallelujah. So, we will talk a bit about the art of leadership. Amen. It's an art. You learn. You must learn to lead people. Hallelujah. And um, briefly, some characteristics I'm going to talk about. One is, I mean, to be a good leader. This is all except from the art of leadership, if you ever read that book. To be, this is, it, it will help you in your life. To be a good leader, even to do well in life. One of the things that will help you as a good leader is to use the secret of concentration. Philippians 3.13. Philippians 3.13. Paul is speaking. He said, brethren, 
I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Hallelujah. He said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, one thing I do. Hallelujah. I'm talking about um, some things that can help you to become a good leader. One of the secrets of concentration. You see, you cannot achieve much if you are scattered all over the place. One thing I do, the secret of concentration, one thing I do. Paul said, one thing, I'm focused. This one thing that I do, this is the target. Forgetting all those things that are behind. I press on. Hello. You see, because you see, every human achievement or every great thing is achieved with concentration. Hope you understood that one. Yeah. Yeah. And every great thing is achieved with concentration. You must bring your mind to the work. You must learn to bring. You see, to be a good leader, you must bring your mind to the work. Apply yourself to it. Bring your mind to the project. Because everything that you are given to do, there will be obstacles. There will be challenges. And unless you bring your mind to the work, you can never overcome it. Because the reason why you are giving us excuses is if somebody was to bring the, every excuse that you give, there's a way. But you have not brought your mind to it. Every excuse you give, there's a way. And by the reason you don't know the way is because you have not brought your mind to it. So bring your mind to the work. Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind. But this one thing I do, I have something that I'm doing. I'm focused on it. Are you hearing me? This one thing that I do. Ask Bishop, as we went to the camp. You see, he came for a camp. He never, most of you, after, after the camp, people went to Disney. Do you, do you see him going to Disney? <laughs> Straight. With his t-shirt. You saw him at the airport. He was still wearing the t-shirt. That's why he used to board the plane. As soon as the camp over, he has to, he has to be in Geneva. So even change, he didn't change. He just put his jacket on the t-shirt. Another camp. One thing. No, I, I don't think he would like to go to Disneyland. But that's not at least one day. But that's not what he came to do. Focus. Concentration. You see, a lot of us don't achieve much because we are diverted. We don't we can't focus. Are you hearing me? We look here, we look here, we can't focus. You see, and the thing about lack of focus, you see, the thing about project is that the longer it delays the more frustrated you get. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about the art of leadership. So, 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 the, the, so there's a reward in focusing because when you focus, you finish faster and you are motivated. That's what happens. Because any, anything, anything, the longer it delays, you get discouraged. Are you hearing me? Yes. That's leadership. The power, one thing I do, one thing I do, 
forgetting this thing, I put my mind on this thing. And I focused on it. And I get it done. That is why if you have a bill to pay, focus and finish paying it. I'm teaching. You pay half, then you pay small, then you defer. And you, 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 can't. you must decide that, look, this bill must die. So I must kill this bill by the end of this year. So you cut out every expense and put all your energy on it. Because the longer you delay, the longer it takes interest, APR, everything accrue. And I'm back to square one. Yes. Focus on it. Hallelujah. Because delays, you know, delays, when things are delayed, they bring frustration. Hallelujah. Proverbs 13, 12. Proverbs 13, 12. What does it say? Hope deferred. Make the heart sick. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Make the heart sick. It's like, which basically means that when things are not getting achieved, you, you are not getting there. At the point, your heart is sick. And the way to overcome deferred hope is use the power of concentration. One thing. I pause forgetting those that are behind. I want them. I press on. I focus. I focus. And that's leadership. Because there are so many distractions in life. Hallelujah. Yeah. And 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 and, and even even the ability to see the ability to focus. Okay? Ability to focus, or or what or what helps you to focus is, um, let me put it this way: what helps you to focus is when you can distinguish between the urgent and the important. Okay, one of the keys to help you to focus is to distinguish between what is urgent and what is important. Hallelujah! Do you understand what I'm saying? The fact that something is urgent does not mean it's important. Are you hearing me? Do you understand what I'm saying? The fact that that something is urgent does not mean it's important. Okay? You must learn to practice importance and urgent. And deal with the important, not the urgent. Important first, not urgent first. Because not every urgent thing is important. Hallelujah. Because sometimes our attention to the urgent puts aside the important. I hope you are getting me. Yeah. That's, 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 that's where most of us get distracted. The fact that something is urgent. Call me, call me, call me, call me. Call me for what? <laughs> The important thing is to finish that project. Finish that assignment. That's more important than call me. That is why, I'm, I'm teaching, that is why, uh, 
when I talk about leadership, you must learn to put some things in the back. But the fact that somebody said, do this, do this, that's not mean you should do it. That is why you, have to, you don't have to answer every phone call. You must be sure this, this call can wait. This call can wait. This visit can wait. Because agency does not mean importance at all. Some things may be urgent, but not important at all. Focusing or priority comes with important. What is important? First, that needs to be done. Not what is urgent. But we get used to. You see, see, because you lack the ability, you lack that discretion. You cannot tell. So you respond to pressure and act on impulse. But not at all. You must be able to say that you will not move me. I am not responding to you until I get this thing done. That's why you must come for a weekday service. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. Because hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred. Because when the important things are not taken care of, that's where the problem comes. See, and people will like to keep you busy. To occupy you. But you are not productive. Running around. So you must learn. Is this thing important? Then I'm doing it first. Not because it's urgent. Because... Some, yes, some agents are important, but it's not every agent that is important. At all. Oh, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. Please. What is important is for you to have your quiet time. Have your quiet time first. That is important. Not that I need to talk to you. You can wait. And you, oh, it's agent. Agent about what? <laughs> Discretion. So we need that discretion. It will help you to focus. You see, once you can, once you can practice important things, it will focus. If you know, look, if I don't get this thing done, I am out of here. It's more important. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Because the more you suspend things, it can be cancelled. And that's this scripture, hope deferred, make the heart sick. You can, it's so true a scripture because anytime, see, anytime you cannot, see, anything that keeps on dragging, including even a relationship, it goes on one year, two years, three, four, five, at that point you are all tired. <laughs> if you want to marry, marry quick. Focus on it. I want to get married. Put all your resources together. Cancel all old relationships. <laughs> this one thing I do. <laughs> Don't delay. Cancel all old relationships. That's one thing I do. And 
focus on it and get it done. But you can say, look, this, is, this thing is behind me. I've gotten it done. Otherwise, otherwise it becomes so, you keep on postponing at the point. You know, I was telling somebody, look, who was I talking to somebody? I was telling somebody, look, the marriage, real marriage, is married with a heart, not with a head. I should talk to you more. Real marriage is from the heart, not the head. And that is why real marriage must happen when you are young. Because when you are young, it's your heart. But when you grow, it's your head. <laughs> yeah. I your head. Yes! Real marriage. Real marriage is, 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 is from the, it's when you are young. Because it's your heart. You don't think a lot. You don't analyze. Anybody who says, oh, take your time. You say the person is unspiritual. He's supposed to have you. But when you cross a certain barrier, when you cross a certain barrier, there becomes a head matter. You are taking calculation. How much bill do you have? How much debt do you have? What is it going to cost me? How much am I going to lose? So, so at the end, they say the drawback. What's your credit score? FICA score? Any student loans? <laughs> and I'm telling you, you are not abnormal. That's the normal way. Because even married people, after a while, that's how they begin to think. But only at that time, the die is already cast. You can't get out. <laughs> Yeah, because it's natural that as you grow, you become more analytical. That's natural. Yes, that is why even people who marry after a while and they they get widowed, divorced, they are never in a hurry. They take their time. They watch. <laughs> If you want to marry, marry young. Marry very young. Your heart. Because if you keep on hope, just decide how to marry. Hope because hope. Otherwise, it cannot come on. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about the power of concentration. Leadership requires the power of concentration. Hallelujah. Ability to focus. And like I said, and, 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 and that comes with that gift of discerning between urgent and important. Everybody thinks their issue with you is urgent. You know, that is, look, it's not, it, it may be urgent but not important. Yeah. Like I said, your, more, your quiet time is more important than any phone call in the morning. That is why you must even learn to shut up your phone for some time. I mean, the phone not be answered for three hours, the world will not come to an end. But some of us, we cannot leave our phone for even 30 seconds. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Yes. Yep. Concentration. Focus. Yeah. You know, very few people, I mean, even, even though we talk about multitasking, very few people are good at it. Very few people are good at multitasking. Most of us, when we get involved in one or two projects, we get distracted. That is why it is better to focus. Paul said one thing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. He said one thing I do. I focus. Amen. That's the art of leadership. Like we said, like I was telling you, I mean, <laughs> we also he, he left the camp in the t-shirt that he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> On the way to another camp. Not interested in Disney or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Tall. And, and he came into a camp with his former camp ship. That's how he arrived. Because, you see, it's like I'm on, I'm on a camp mission. I'm on a mission. Focus. Hallelujah. Amen. So let, let, let's, let's talk about let's, leadership reminds focus. Avoid distractions. Don't let people pull you. That's why I keep, I keep on emphasizing that thing. Agent is not important at all. There are two different things. Yes. Some, some agents are important, but it's not the same. It doesn't mean that all agents are important. Priority number one must be important, not urgent. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't lose your focus. Amen. Amen. I said, don't lose your focus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, another scripture I can show you. See, uh, you must focus on the task. Because it is dangerous to it is dangerous to abandon the task or delay the task or put it aside. Let's look at this interesting scripture. It's a very long story, but we'll learn. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. From verse number 45. The Bible said that, who then is a faithful and wise servant? Okay, he's asking the question, who is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord had made ruler of his household to give him meat in due season. That's a question. Answer for the question mark. Who is faithful? Who's wise? Who deserves to be given meat by his master? It's a question. The answer is blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. If you go to the previous chapter, you're talking about say, the master was leaving and he gave them task, instructions. Maybe we should look at the verses before so we can get it. Go to the verses before. Not before. He was talking about when he was going to go. Therefore, you also know. Uh, huh. He's talking about if the good man had known. So he said that who? So first of all, he asked a question. Who is a faithful and wise servant? Who then is a faithful and wise servant? He said the one whom the, when the master comes will find him on the job. Who has not deviated? 
so doing. Go back to the rabbits. So doing. So doing. So doing. Okay? Very last unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. So doing. But if the servant shall, but if the evil servant shall, my Lord, but him, then that's it. But, 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 and if the evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayed his coming. And she, you see, the evil that thing. This is very simple. It says the wise one is the one that you told the person, look, do this. He stayed focused on the job. And when he came, he was doing it. But the one who thinks he's smart and therefore does not, want to, does not get involved, thinking that the master will come later on. Wasting his time. He's an evil person. Because my Lord is not ready. He's not going to be home now. Take my time. I'll do it later. But the wise one is the one who stays on the job. Until it's done. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we must learn the power of concentration. Focusing. Getting the job done. Hallelujah. This one thing. Learn to distinguish between important and urgent. To help you a lot. Hallelujah. See, sometimes um, we do um, Some things are, as another way of saying, some things are nice, but they're not important. Okay, some things are nice, but they're not important. And a lot of us get involved in doing things that are nice, but it's not important. Oh, it's nice to do this for this person, but is it really important? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, if you have to choose between doing what is nice and what is important, do what is important. But a lot of us are more interested in what, because what is ni- nice makes you look good. It brings accolades, people respect you. But, but you know, but, but no, no, no. It's not important. Yes. What is nice makes people, oh, he's a nice person. Because, because, because you see, sometimes what is nice is to give the person some money. So, so good, he gave me some money. That's nice. You look good to the person. But what is important is to pay your bill. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. What is important is to pay your bill. So you should be able to say, even though you want this money, I cannot give you this amount of money. You may look wicked, you may look mean, you may look uncaring, but that's okay. But the most important, you have paid your bill. Hallelujah. I'm I'm teaching focus. Wisdom. Okay? It may be nice, but you see? Learn to distinguish. It's it's good to do nice things. But important is to take priority. So don't do nice things 
and delay the important thing because it's important that will hurt you. Because hope deferred. Yes, yes it's, it's, it's so nice to take care of this for this person. But the important thing is to solve that problem before. That's what the Bible said. There were ten versions. Five were foolish. Five were wise. Phronimus, practical wisdom. The, the, the wise one in our, the wise one, the ones who were described wise, we will call them wicked. Ah, me and me are my friend. We've gone for a party. We all went to, we took the same cup. We all went. We came from the same house. We got the same invitation. And we went for the reception. And then I took $5. And then went, and you took uh, $2. And my $2 is finished. And he said, oh, I mean, Christian, Christian, please. Sharon is caring. Most of us will find out the, the, the five wicked. Come on. Sharon is caring. I thought this would be nice. Yes, Don't be selfish. You understand what I'm saying? So the nice thing to do was to share. But that's not the important thing. Because the important thing was to meet the bridegroom. That was the mission. <laughs> that was the important thing. We left the house to go meet the bridegroom. And do you understand what I'm saying? So let's stay focused. So if they had been nice, which their other friends, oh, you're so nice, you're so caring. Even they shared their last oil with us. Yes, it will look nice, but we both have met the bridegroom. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Don't be distracted, okay? Amen. Learn to focus. Amen. Learn to distinguish between nice and important, urgent and important. Amen. Amen. All right. Another area I want to talk about, still about leadership, which will also help you to do well, is contemplate. Reflect, be thoughtful, and consider the things you see around you. Contemplate, reflect, be thoughtful, and consider. You see, I'm, I'm teaching this in succession because, you see, don't be a shallow thinker. Think about things. That's what I'm saying. That the power of concentration Focus. You must you see, focus. It comes. Uh, you must be able to distinguish important and urgent. But all this type of whether something is important, whether something is urgent, it comes from your ability to analyze, contemplate.